Yo, yo, yo. Okay. You got me? There, there we go. <laughs> uh, all right. How are we doing now, man? You still got me? Hold on. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, okay. I hear you now. Perfect. Okay, dope. Okay. <laughs> you can hear me, right? I got you, man. Okay, perfect. Took us uh took us a minute to get here, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we need to both like, you know, get prepared, get ready to sink in, you know? I think so, dude. Like I don't know about you, but like a bunch has transpired since we last talked. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? And like it it's it feels like um I don't even know if it was us that's been pushing a distance. Oh no, I feel like we were kind of like the observers just like watching all of these things happening in between the space if that makes sense and yeah now we're here together we can actually like talk about whoa dude like what was that you know (laughs) exactly right like it was um i don't know like it just wasn't meant to be like there was so many right like yesterday we could have talked but a buddy of mine who i haven't talked to in a few months Mm -hmm. gave me a shout and i was just like dope and i started talking to him and I didn't hear back from you, so I talked to him for, like, an hour and a half. It was really awesome. Good. I got to catch up with him, right? Right. So, but, like, that's the way that I look at it, man. Like, why? Dude, I used to get so upset with people because they said they would do something with me and then didn't do something with me. Like, so mad. And it would ruin my day, my week, my month, life, all of it. Honestly, I'm learning that that's one of my biggest triggers. <laughs> Honestly, and it's so crazy that, you know, we, that's kind of like the thing that happens between us. And it's letting me know that like, you know, that's honestly, it can, it's it really debilitating. It can make somebody go crazy. That whole notion of expectation and then yeah. not happening or coming through. Yeah. And then like, what the fuck? Like, it, it can get so bad. And like, <laughs> it gets really bad with like, yeah. Yeah. intimate relationships where you're just yeah. like, well, what the fuck is this person doing now? Exactly. Why aren't they messaging me back? Oh, is everybody else more important than me? Is this happening? Is this? And we build it up in our head. And what's happening isn't that they're pushing any data on us. All we have to go off of for anything in life is our experience. Our own experience and our own thoughts and contemplation. Right. And if you don't have anything for that spot, you're Mm -hmm. going to fill it with stuff that you've experienced until you go and experience that. And then you can rewrite that spot, but you're going to fill it with everything that you've ever experienced just to try and make sense of this event that you don't understand. Exactly. So empty spaces must be filled. Exactly. And now every single human being, right, is different and unique. Yes. So every single experience you're going to have with a human being is going to be different and unique. Yes. Right. So you can't go into that. Here's how I operate. I judge the mother fuck out of people at the very beginning of everything. The moment that I can shake their hand, give them a dap, be in person, give them a hug, I change everything to that meeting. Okay. I no, tune it. I totally, I, I totally relate to that. I totally relate Right? To that. Like, it's, it's me. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, think of a, like, it's like judging distance. Yeah. How far do I have to keep this person from me? Okay. Okay. Right. Oh, right. So or, or, or how far away is like our frequency from each other? Like there's a whole okay. bunch of different things. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. And so, so like, on, sorry, like, go. The, uh, no, I'm sorry. Is it premised on like this idea of like maintaining yourself and your happiness and your, you know what I'm saying? Like your 100%. Making- 
well-being. Dude, am I any good to you if I'm sick? Like, if I have a cold or if I have the flu, am I any good to you? If I have a broken leg, am I any good to you? Okay, okay, from that Right. So, like, mentally and emotionally, I need to be good to be any good to you. That's a lot. That's self. And I, hey, I, I feel like that's self care one on one right there. So it, it yeah. is right, and you have to be. You, here's the thing. Here's here's um my my way of living is based on these two um mantras or whatever. It's not even mantras. It's um like I don't know what the fuck they are. Um ethos or something like that. Um the first one. Okay, so it's based on this. I don't do anything at all unless. It makes me feel good, and it makes the planet feel good. So it has to be good for me, and it has to be good for the planet. If both of those don't match up, I don't do it. And isn't it so crazy that that makes perfect sense? But in today's society, we've thwarted that and kind of shifted into this um, social pariah around doing things that make you feel good, and in turn, turning that same energy towards nature and our external environment like we feel guilty if we take pleasure in things that make us happy for the sake of it just making us happy yeah man because of that like we we have this distorted perception of what you just said you know taking yeah. both parts into consideration yeah why not right like mm-hmm. dude why should you not be proud as fuck of who you are and yeah. humble as fuck about that too? Same, exact simultaneously everybody thinks it has to be either or but both components are really important because I feel like the divine in us is like, you know, I'm that. I'm all, you know, they're, they're, they're standing strong in, in all the confidence that we try to ex- or do exude and embody. But the human in us is, is, humble, is humble, you know. They're the smaller version or we perceive them to be smaller, but they just part that energy in a different way. It sense. 100%, dude. That's a good way to put it, you know. Yeah. Right. Like looking at it, not necessarily like I here's the thing. Um, Here's how I look at us. And I don't know. Maybe we talked about this in the other one. I talk about it with like a bunch of people. So I just I forget who I say this to. Um, So, you know, the saying mind and uh, mind, body and soul. Yeah. Look at it. If you look at it as an equation, it becomes a completely different understanding of who we are. Okay. And the thing is, is that you have to actually say, you know what, I'm wrong. I'm incorrect on how I think and adopt this new way, right? Okay. Like it, it will fight your programming. If you think of a, if you think of these two things as the same, that's why you are where you are. Okay. Think of it as an equation, mind plus body equals soul. Right. Absolutely. Right. So Absolutely. you you don't exist without both pieces, right. which means you are not spirit and you are not body. You are soul. Right. You have only existed from the moment that light hit your crown and your heart beats to the moment that you die. You have no past lives. You have none of those things. What you have is a shit ton of coding that if you go through, will tell you about the past life of it's that code. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes total, you know, and that goes down to... Assuming, okay, you know just how, like, computers, like, an a empty disk, or you can download or load anything onto that disk, but in order to access the, the information that's on that disk, you have to have the computer. You have to have the... Oh, um, you have the software. You have to have, like, all, all of it. Yes, and so, uh, basically, is that you're that empty disk that's capable of 
computing all of those things and, and downloading all of these codes, but you're also the computer and the software and all of those things. So that really, wow, you just really brought a lot home from just with that description. Yes, approaching it from an equation. And that's why I believe numbers and math are a true science and God's language, just because it's interpreted through an inner knowing and logic and reason you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really awesome. But anyway, back to you, back to you. Well, but how are those two different? How are they different? They okay. just, you, you created a division thinking that they're different. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. Like the individual person. And the thing is, is that we created like how the United States looks in your head is completely different than how the United States actually looks. Actually looks based on ge- geography. Even if you were to go up to demographics, the- looks, you know, pictures, images. If you've never fucking been there, if you've only lived here, right? Your image of what things are based on your perspective. And that's so interesting because it just means that one, it proves the infinite nature and expansiveness of God, obviously. But yeah. two, as embodiments of that energy and source, it shows the capabilities of our minds and our perception and the, the, the necessity, I think, of having that inner eye cleansed and, you know, focused and aware. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> now, here's where things get messy for people. The understanding of why, like, in my opinion a benevolent God allows for malicious things to happen because if you exist in a free will environment, those are the rules. Yeah. Because it's every night. It's literally one of those situations where it's not technically every man for himself, but it's the type of environment where we're allowed to truly experiment with all the different facets of um, existence and life itself. Yeah. And in in that we know inherently there is quote unquote good and quote unquote evil. So of course, maliciousness is not anything but the divine inverted you know it's just a different expression of it exactly right it, it, and it, that's exactly it because like live is evil yes right right on the reflection and lived is devil exactly right and like if you think about it we were taught that um we dude this is this is what blows my mind about about human beings mm-hmm. is our inability to be flexible in situations where we need to be completely flexible. Meaning, meaning what if they were wrong? What if the transcriptions (laughs) of these ancient texts are in fucking correct? Okay. And they're off by a little bit, right? What if Lucifer was a woman? What if, what if the, (laughs) what if Mario is based off of the fucking Bible, which means that Mario is Michael, right? Right. Because that's the fucking name and Bowser's fucking Satan. And Mario's trying to, release the fucking light mm-hmm. from its adversary which is holding it fucking tight right yeah. L- lucifer's the light it's the princess up in the fucking tower yeah <laughs> right and mario has to go and save her so michael fights satan this the the serpent falls into the lava falls mm-hmm. right and mario hops over and saves the fucking princess yeah and releases the light wow that's a beautiful analogy. <laughs> right? But you have to be able to change and shift and be completely, like, open to be able to really appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. And it's crazy that we constrict ourselves and assume that everything must be one way. Yeah. Because, and that, that goes into the whole cookie cutter, wanting to make everything, you know, perfect and assuming femininity and masculinity has to be expressed a certain way. That goes into many layers. It but does. It goes, it's based on this need to 
deny the isness and is not nature of existence. Like, you know, all those capabilities of what if and what if not, you know what I mean? Or what if it's not, excuse me. But yeah. all of those things in between, we're unwilling to grasp them because I think, honestly, for some people, it would obliterate the mind. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. Yeah, do your thing, man. Sorry about that. That's uh, I'm I'm lighting my dab and it's like a huge fucking torch. Okay, okay, no, that makes sense. Okay, right. So I'm doing I'm doing my best not to like make it super loud, but also be able to like you know get even more high. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy, enjoy. Yeah, I'm about to spark up my. It's it's Sunday, right? It's the first day of the week. You might as well start it off right. Yeah, exactly. You know, get a high state of mind. Actually, I'm writing a poetry book, and the title of the book is. Asterisk hits blunt asterisk poetry. So just <laughs> poems that I write while I'm high each day. I'm gonna put them in compile them into a poetry book and sell it. <laughs> Dude, that's the best way to do it, though, right? Yeah, no, just like spontaneous, spontaneous creativity. That's what I consider. Do you know? Do you know what you could do with that too? Mm-hmm. Post that on Twitter and then mm-hmm. just copy and paste it into a yeah. Word doc. That's what I do with everything. I have a thousand, I have like 1200 pages of just copied tweets. Oh yeah. I didn't yeah. know. Hey, oh my gosh. That's so awesome. Okay. That's a good you idea. Can, yeah. You can download your archive. Oh my God. I did not know. That. I was wondering if you could do that. Okay. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't know how to do it on iPhone, but if you have I, a laptop, it's, easy. it's, yeah, it's I, easy and I'll figure it out again. I'll, I'll look in the, cause Twitter did their update. Mm-hmm. Apologies, dude. Had to hit that. No, you're good. Um, but Twitter did their update. And I'll, I'll look through it. But yeah, no, you can download your archive. And it'll have all of your tweets from the beginning of Twitter. Of, oh, your, of, your, of, your, of your time. Oh, perfect. So yeah, that'd be very and it's And it's done by, um, it's cataloged by year and month. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So... Yeah, dude. The only the, the 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 true negative of it is it's actual manual work, which okay. means you have to sit there, you have to double click or triple click whatever it takes to highlight the tweet. Then you have to paste it into a Word doc. For me, what um, it fucks up in Pages, so I have to do it in a text editor first and then transfer it back to Pages. Oh crap! Okay, right. So I have to do a bunch of work, but guess what, dude? Right now, I have 1,200, 12 fucking hundred pages of tweets that are actually really good that probably nobody on Twitter has read because I only have like 900 and something followers. Right, right. Okay, so and that's a lot of content. Tons, dude. Tons. I already have one book out of my like first eight months of my awakening on Twitter. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, dude. I think it's um, similar because I went through it. I definitely notice the difference in tweets and content obviously that i was putting out when i was going through that spiritual awakening phase like mm-hmm. really orchestrated and oriented around metaphysical things and 
you know, ancient texts and just all these different uh, forms and facets of spirituality. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to try to, you know, create something that's both a synthesis of that version of me and the version of me existing now. Does that make sense? 100%. 100%, dude. Like, that would kind of like... um like, in a sense, think of it this way. Um, think of looking back at looking a reflection of your past and think of looking forward as a reflection of what can happen in, in the future. Right? Oh, wow. So, like, yeah. every single time that you turn around, you still see yourself, but it's like a past version of yourself there. Actually. But when you turn to the other side, you see a little bit, like, a second into your future. That's what they came up with the concept of hallway mirrors, like the little carnival mirrors. and the- Yeah. That's what they... That's basically what this premise on these, these various versions of ourselves and dimensions and other realities where we exist a moment from now, a moment ago, you know? And That's right. And all- like, <laughs> dude, you know, it was one of the best, the, my very first mushroom trip I did, my buddy and I split three grams, I think it was, or like a, uh, an eighth in tea. And, nice. um, the, the, one of the biggest thoughts that I had, was it was um it was a visual that I got in my head of this old dude. Um okay, so have you ever did remember music stores or even I think like department like uh, um trying to think of a target or something like that. You know the posters where posters are in the big fucking thing and you have to like move them over to see the next poster, like yeah. the big clunky thing. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it was a man sitting on a swivel chair and there was like it was uh, like a, basically like a slideshow of posters like that, all in negative, and he was just shining light on them, passing them through to see what they were, and what it was was um, it, it was a moment in in history or a moment in time or whatever that was, and every single second, every single second had seconds within it and everything, and he could he could break it down to like the very smallest part, yes, but okay. even even that had life. Yes. I, all of it, all of it, every facet and participle and particle of it. Like that's what that's why the concept of time isn't necessarily. It's not that it's real or not real. It's just that it's fractal and it's capable of existing at all times in all spaces in every direction. Yes, like all everything that bleeds energy. You know what I mean? It's based on that principle, and we that's the that's the core essence of this whole idea of oneness is that all things are governed under these principles and these principles are in these universal laws or whatever you want to go to call them are what dictate everything to down to time down to water Mm -hmm. down to underwear that you wear down to the color of your skin you know what i'm saying all of these things fall under these principles and govern off of that space so but yeah 100 dude like it is i feel like a decent way to describe human nature Mm-hmm. is to say that it is human nature to take an infinite concept and place finite properties to it. Exactly. Right? We, what we did was put a lid on time. Mm-hmm. We All put that. a lid on time. Exactly. That's what we did. Like, we were just like, we defined it as this. And then that was it. Yes. Like, I'm sorry. Um, one, English <laughs> is only a language to describe something that we don't fucking understand. Right. So in order for me to tell you what a tree is, I need to first bring you to that object, point to it, say it several times to you, that's what this is. But it's actually not a fucking tree. Right. It isn't. And if you can listen to it, it will tell you it's not a tree. 
we labeled them that. Exactly. Because right? Obsessed with categorization and knowing. and It's because we are afraid. Yeah. We are terrified. 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 And we labeling stuff and putting stuff in boxes and putting it all like making everything neat and in order and all of that shit makes us feel secure. Yeah, safe. Right. And if we don't have that, we go chaotic. And in chaos, human beings are just as bad. Yeah, 100 percent. If not worse. Yeah. Right. Like, I would say that um, the Renaissance was a chaotic period for men. It was, it was. And I don't understand why people revere it so much. It was clearly the epitome of insanity. And I, I, I honestly, when it comes up, I have no words because it still confounds me to this day that people revere this period so much. Because well, a lot of, uh, a lot of amazing stuff came out of it, though. Oh, 100%. 100%. Right. But, it, but, but we were, we, we were different, though. We, oh, we had a different yeah. type of insanity, right? Like, it wasn't the type of insanity like where it is today, dude. Insane, like we. Do you know what's insane? Go for it. <laughs> to label people as insane. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Because what exactly is insane? Insane is relative. 100%. Insane is like think of like I made a joke today. Have you ever seen the movie Scarface? Yes, of course. Okay, so you know um, Tony and. I forget the woman's name in the, like her character's name, but uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie, the blonde, right. And how like they become a couple, like she's with the fucking other dude to begin with. And then that guy gets off and she goes with Al Pacino, right. As like, and they start going together. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I made a joke today that said my generation, if this, if we had everything we had today in my generation, People would be making memes about this movie and saying relationship goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, that I defines... I can see that. Right? There, it's a horrible relationship. And the only reason why I say that is it's based on people saying that Harley Quinn and Joker were fucking relationship goals. Yeah. Isn't that... That shows a, a significant shift in the psychology of us as a people. Like, and it, it segues into discussions about so many various topics, especially, especially concerning around femininity, um, the feminist movement, sexuality, and this whole BDSM culture, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but we do need to have a discussion. And, mm-hmm. this, you know, this whole drug-infused culture that we kind of breed on, and especially, I, don't, I hate to say it, but this whole ass obsession, too. Like, it goes oh my God. so many ways. Like, I, well, let me ask you a question, though. Are you upset because it's so just prolifically out there? Or are you upset because you're a guy and you can't twerk? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Dude, I'm like, I, I'm done. I'm done with sexuality online. I really think that sex just needs to be behind closed doors between two people. And that's it. I think that if we got rid of sex all around us, it would be a lot better when it's just intimate between two fucking people. Yes, and it's going to take that extreme because of the fact that we've perverted it so much that we don't even know how to think or consider it in the context that it truly is supposed to be um, expressed. 100%. Do you want to... Sorry. No, go. I'm cutting you off way too much. I'm just excited to fucking say shit, but go. I get that way too, but I've learned to like restrain myself because I like to allow the other person to speak too, you know what I mean? 100%. I totally understand the excitement, but you go ahead. Well... (laughs) 
I was going to say, like, let's look at it from a creation standpoint, because that's what sex is supposed to be for, right? Like, it's from the sacral area. Exactly. Right? Sacral is not about sex. It is, sex is in the sacral section. Mm -hmm. It is because sex is creative. Yes. In order to have sex, you have to be creative. Creative, exactly. Right? You have to, one, create the opportunity to have sex. Exactly. Two, go after and conquer that moment. Yes. Right? You have to actually take it on. Right? Exactly. And the thing is, by conquer, I do not mean by force. I mean, right. figure yeah. it the fuck out so exactly. that, like, you know, like. <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's uh, uh, a worry that so many people on this planet, and I, I worry that I might have been in there at some point, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there is different types of forces out there. And if you understand how to use them, the other person won't feel like they were used. Exactly. But you still get your way. Right. No, I, I, that's like a slanted, um, slanted window. But yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> you know right. I mean? Like it's fucked yeah. up. And like that's and, and, and so but, but the thing is, is that this is so when we're ready to have actual conversations as adults, we're going to be able to talk about stuff. Exactly. Um, I really think that African, like the black people mm-hmm. should listen to some white people because white people actually will tell you about white culture more than anybody else on the planet. Oh, no. I, okay. I lived in white culture. Yeah. Do you know what white culture is all about? Do you know how black people became slaves? Go for it. Their mentality got eaten. No, I 100% agree with that. Right. The and 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 then got and then got filled with something else. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Right, yeah. they broke they broke the mind. Well, here's here's the thing: white people are still fucking slaves to white culture. Yes, yes. We have we enslave each other. We yeah. just we just l- label them differently because people put right. a, a barrier on what um, slavery what can slavery, be. Exactly. Right. Like exactly. you can be you can have tons of money, be ha- super like happy 90% of the time and be sad 10%. Exactly. And if all people ever see is that 10%, they'll never understand that you're happy. Exactly. Right. So like, to me, like there's a lot of not necessarily misconceptions. It's just, let's correct some things. One white people are the greatest manipulators on the fucking planet. Period. 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 We are. That's why even though we are the far minority on the planet, when it comes to global population, we hold most of the power. Mm -hmm. Because we know how to manipulate people. Because we've been doing it to each other just to survive for a long fucking time. Exactly. Right? And so when you magic, like it's an illusion to people, man. Yeah, like people get taken up by it and you get swept up by the beautiful side of it, but you don't see everything behind it. Mm. You don't see how like it's you know what it is. This is I'm going to in 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 one sort of sentence, I'm going to try and uh, define white people to a T. Go for it. Signing a record deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that is it. Absolutely. <laughs> signing a record deal. That, that, How excited is mm. that artist just to be signing that deal, getting in the studio, making music, doing what they fucking love, only to find out in 15 years 
when they're broke and nobody and irrelevant and want to get back into it, they don't even own shit. <laughs> Not even to mention the experiences that go in between all of that space, especially with, you know, more layered implications. But 100%, it's, and it's a soft, not soft topic or hard topic for me to talk about because, you know, I don't like to pick sides or assume that I'm trying to bash or Mm -hmm. make anyone else feel like I'm taking sides. But it's a kind, but I'm all about conversation and collaboration. And you're right. It's a it's common misconceptions about white culture because of the fact that as they perceive quote unquote enemy, you know, in, in the masses, in media, in you know, as as even down to just basic day, day, daily social interactions, you know, we have this notion of white people as the bad guy, you know. Yeah. And so if we put them in this space, it really restricts the amount of understanding and conversation we're able to have for and with them because it's all painted by our own perceptions of them and a lot of it is people not being able to step back from oh well I've heard this about white people all my life or even I have had these certain experiences with white people all my life you know people can't separate that from the reality whoa my bad you're good you're good (laughs) I just wanted to put something on. Can you hear this? Let me see. It's probably going to be too quiet for you. Yeah, it's very, yeah. It's, yeah. Okay, quiet. then that's fine. Because that's kind of, I just wanted it like background, background. If it goes louder, it's going to be too loud. Okay. Let I just need something playing. No, understandable. Um, okay, continue. Sorry. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. But um, but yeah, as I was saying, it, I, I just think that Opening a dialogue but where we grant white people the space to, you know, really and truly talk about that. But the thing about that is they have to be willing to admit the shadows and darkness and things of that nature that have cultivated the culture that people stereotype or assume. I, I think honest conversation has to be had. And I think it the others, like on that note, too, though, I think that the other side needs to see part of what the illusion is there. And they also have to see how white people are... are like the construct of white society, mm-hmm. yes. right? They have to have, they have to come from a, like a level, we have to come from a level of understanding of going, you know, like how to, how to phrase it. Um, this is, this is how I'll phrase it. When, when you say I'm offended, who are you making that about? Right. Right. You're saying I'm offended, which means that you're looking at that person saying, this isn't fair. You know what? Life isn't fair. My mom was born with one fucking arm and she's white. Should she have been black just so she could have said life's not fair? Right? Her dad fucking abandoned her before she was even born. Right? She has every right to hate every single human being on the planet and loves everyone. Okay. Okay. She, she overcame. She lived poor. The only thing that she didn't get was harassed by. She got harassed by white people all the time. Like, when white people harass white people, no one gives a shit. It's only when they harass other people that we care. The issue is the fact that human beings have a fucking issue. We hate each other because we don't get to express how we feel. I should be able to say that I don't like... Dude, 
where I live is being overtaken by Chinese people and Chinese culture. I should be able to say that I hate their fucking culture and not say that I hate them as individuals. I don't want to live their way, dude. And the thing is, is that I've lived here for 39 years. By the time that I'm 50, I will have to adopt Chinese culture. Yeah. If I live in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not. But but dude, get this. I'm not allowed to live anywhere else because I'm not a citizen there. Right. Right. So now I'm a white person that doesn't want to live in the country that they were born in, that have lived there their entire life. But I'm not allowed to say anything about that because they deserve a spot to live. I'm not allowed to raise my voice and say, because then if I say that and I say, no, these people should go back to their countries because you can't tell the difference between a Chinese person that is a Canadian citizen and a Chinese person that is a Chinese person in the city of Richmond, BC, which is our airport. Okay. That is scary, dude. That is an import section, which means that like Chinese people living here, dude, it, like pull all their family in and they never leave. And then they live five people to one driver's license. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not supposed to say anything because that's fucking racist because I'm white. <laughs> that's no, not... do you understand how society works that way? Like yeah. I am being, <laughs> I'm going to use their terminology. I am being marginalized because of my, something that I had no choice in being born into. White skin. I am a fucking genius but I'm born into white skin. I can help pretty much anyone, dude, because of my, um, my legacy outside of this system. Like, dude, I have found out so much more about me than I tell anybody because no one wants to believe that you can look beyond God and see so much more. Okay. okay. Right, like, that's the difficulty of it. So, um, as and, and, and this is where, like, I get into, like, trouble zone with people because I have to figure out where they're comfortable at. And then I can only go to that level. There is no level with me. There's nothing that will offend me. There's nothing. I would be able to sit down with a child molester and have a normal conversation and actually get, I would probably be the best person to sit down with anybody with any of those disorders because I could relate to them. Hmm. Right. And because I can relate to them, I would be able to understand why they do it because it's, it's, there's so much more to it than just like, seeing a kid and going, yep, that's what I want to do today, right? There's so much more, but we're not, we just run on emotion that we can't step out of our own way to go, you know what? This person thinks differently than you do. Let's take a moment and understand why. I know why I understand these things a little bit different than people because I allowed myself to be completely open to it. Now, is it easy? Fuck no, dude. Did I go through a ton of hard times? 100%. Every single one of my friends has told me that I'm wrong about everything. And at some point they have adopted it and it's helped them out in life. And I have to say, I get to tell them that at like five years in advance. And in five years later, they don't even say thank you because it's just something that is normal to them. Oh yeah. You know, that happens a lot. Right. Of course, because we're special. (laughs) No, but we are like, that's the thing. I think it is fucking time that we start taking our power. I think it's been take like, dude, the whole Bible thing and all of that stuff about fallen angels and, and all of that shit is just to make us feel like shit. And I don't like that, man. I don't think that that's a good thing. No, I want to understand it because it's being used as a, I don't even know the word. A negative, right? Like, like we were talking about that and dude, um, we can get into the, uh, 
if you want to what what why we haven't like on your end why we hadn't connected um but going back to i wanted to um first and foremost um not necessarily apologize but basically just like um take that what we talked about at the end of our other episode like the suicide stuff and just say that like for me um i'm open-ended with everything right so like what i do is i find a moment and shrink into that and just pick that for that time mm-hmm. i understand like that that there's so much more sadness and, and pain and everything that goes into it right i'm just able to ground into a moment and and be able to put those borders up and stick there if I really wanted to, I would be able to put those borders down, shift into yours, and put those walls up, and we would just have a fluid conversation. I understand what you're saying. Right? So, like, that's... I just... I, I hope that people can just understand that of me. It's not that I'm against anyone. I just... I honestly just think that I have an understanding of this place and how it works and operates. And if people just listen to me... um with the same authority that they listen to Jay-Z or somebody else, right? I think, I think I could make a great impact on this planet. I just don't give a fuck about being famous. I really don't care, dude. I know, it's not a big deal. It's really not. But, but it's the, the issue in there is, is that in order to get your message across in today's world, okay, I get what you're saying. From you, need, you need to be there. So what I want to do is I want to help as many people that want to be there, get there. I want to be that person in the photos that everyone is just like, who the fuck is that guy? Like, I want to be able to just look like a regular dude and walk in with everybody. Right? I want to shake the bouncer's hand because, like, I'm the reason why everyone's there, but no one fucking knows. Like, imagine if Steve Jobs kept his fucking like no one knew who steve jobs was but apple computer was still dope as fuck (laughs) think about that right like no one knew who was the person that was coming out with all of this stuff that's what i want to be yeah because i feel like we put a lot of not even weight but a lot of our own not even misconceptions but perceptions of and expectations of a, a creation or a piece of technology or an art or anything really when we know that someone was behind it or that there was a mastermind mm-hmm. or moving hand that helped influence it and that's because it we shift into this space where we want to be the person that created that or was partook in that experience or it's because we don't believe or we have this inner belief that we couldn't be that person if that makes sense and so between that conflict, you know, it's safe to ground in yourself and know that, like, I don't know, kind of going off what you're saying is, like, being that person or being able to know that you're influencing or in making these um, contributions and not even sacrifices, but, you know, services. Yes, services to the world and it not be known, you know, it's, it's, it's like true what it, I don't want to say martyrdom because there's, I do have my own opinions about being mm-hmm. a martyr and mm-hmm. this whole Jesus thing. You know, obviously there's some discussion to be had there, but that's for another <laughs> podcast. But, we, can, uh, uh, we can do tree sentence for that one. That would be okay. fun. Yeah, yeah. Like that would really be- just explore that. Yeah, yeah, because that's a whole other topic in and of itself because yeah. that goes into a lot of the psychology where people think they have to 
play themselves small or sacrifice what they want in life or even deny themselves to their truest expressions. To oh their my God. Desires because of the fact that they feel that they're not yes. at them or they're not allowed to embody that or they're not allowed to, you know. <laughs> you know what? You know what the thing is though, dude? Be the beholder. Is, is this is what I've recognized. You, you fucking just reminded me of a tweet that I'd lost in my head. What is it? Um, I don't know the total phrasing of it anymore, but it was based on the idea of... Um, one second, let me go get it. What, what were you saying again? Oh, don't do that because you know I forget it. Fuck you, dude. Come on. <laughs> I was literally just chilling, man. Rope it in. Um, uh, but it had to do with um, people playing it small. Right? Okay. Yeah. And like to me, um, people playing it small, I was going to joke around and been like, it's just people being lazy. Yeah. Right? But yeah, it's not necessarily people being lazy. What has happened is... Some, so let's base this on a simulation or a system and let's say that there's loops and that's how things operate properly. Like that's why there's four seasons because those four seasons are a loop and summer within summer is a loop and things within that is are loops and whatnot. And that's why we break it down into like the Zodiac because those all create loops, right? Everything is based on a loop. It's a circle, right? When you break that circle, you get a one. And when you close that circle, you get a loop. Right. So you break the circle to break it so that you can create new things. You, and, and basically you're just adding another ring to the chain that is existence. Right. Right. You're opening that circle, adding another circle in and, and then closing that circle again. Exactly. Right. And that's what it is. So when you're playing small, what has happened is something happened. This happened to me. Like I play smaller than I really think I should because of a bunch of shit that happened in my past that I me not victim but me created for myself as a kid not knowing it as an adult i'm starting to undo all of this shit and i'm allowing myself to play at a higher level and it actually feels so much better right i used to lose basketball games i used to lose video games i used to lose all the time just to make other people feel better oh wow wow. yeah dude all the time like, I, I've been second place in a lot of things when I could have been first just because I wanted them to feel better. Okay, okay. I used to do that to on, a, on a more personal, but it seems like you've taken not an extreme to make it sound dramatic. Or I always take, but that's my that's fucking... Dude, like yeah. <laughs> I don't want to just do... Like, a lot of people would sit down and their life's work would be like a TV series. Yeah. My life's work is going to create worlds, which means TV series within TV series, <laughs> right? Like, I don't do, th- I don't like doing things small. Like, when I love, I want to love on a big fucking scale. And I want to make sure that, like, I want to make sure that I can get to continue to do that scale, mm-hmm. right? Like, my, my goal is to always try and figure out to how to be at that scale, like, to be positive, right? Life is hard, dude. Do you know what happened? Um, maybe like in, in the town next to me. What? Um, and this is graphic. So just fucking oh. everyone just like, this happened in Canada, by the way, people, this isn't an American story. This is Canada. Three 19 year old kids had a concoction of Molly, crystal meth. Oh gosh. Um, crack cocaine and something else. And they basically peer pressured a kid who wanted to hang out with them, who looked up to them to do it. He then did it, um, and I don't know what happened in there, but they beat him and left him in a ditch to die. 
Wow. That happened two days ago in Canada. Wow. Sounds like a snapshot out of Euphoria, that show, new show on HBO. Is it? Is it crazy? It's a, it's a little yeah it's a, it's a little crazy and then the thing is is the con- the the show is good right but the conflict is and I tweeted about this is be, is that these are technically teenagers and kids that are participating in all this sex and drug activity and it's and it's not even that like I guess we've become so dis- desensitized to sex that it's like normal and so if anybody says it's like stop being approved but it's yeah the fact that. This show is centered around junior high slash high school students who are essentially struggling with all types of mental disorders, depression. Um, they're Jeez. all addicted because they drugs. are. Yeah, and it's and it's showing the blunt. It's obviously showing the reality of the world that we're living in, but it's also perverting it in a sense to where we not only become desensitized, but some people are going to want to participate in this behavior and become, you know what I'm saying? They and glamorize like, it. They gl- That's exactly the word I'm looking for. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. And, and it's down to the makeup that they use on the characters, it's real glittery um, aesthetic, like very um, daydreamy. And, and it's, I don't know. I don't know. I, have I, a- I hear you, dude. Yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, you, sorry, I had to go on that tangent somewhere because I've been... Well- watching the show and I'm, I'm appalled a little bit <laughs> like if the okay hold on is the show bad or what they're bringing to light what they're bringing no like no, are, no, are they no, like, like the underbelly like is, right, is, the is, underbelly. is that yes. is that yes. what the the thing is like it's it's uneasy yes it's the underbelly so it's a good show then yeah it's a good show not even like because that's the shit that i want to do in union and just or or in in all of the stuff that we do i want us to like our stuff to be like completely poignant but like great yeah 100 percent. no i i I want that's the thing though that's why i like the show itself is because i appreciate when any form of like you know visual art or anything especially tv shows and movies they have that you know context where you know it's good on top but you're really able to analyze and look at what's going on underneath and understanding the bigger picture and its correlations to the psychology of us as human beings and the reality we live in. Because the honest truth is, in TVs and movies, we can only create, and this is how expansive our imagination is, we can only create things that we are already familiar with, that we already know or have already ascertained or come to understand through the astral realm or the ether or the outside or our imagination. You know what I'm saying? So by through that context, when we have a television show like this, it's obviously going to relate to some part of reality that's going on somewhere, you know, even if we can't see it. Yes. That's, that's the whole premise behind, I don't know, and that's a whole another podcast because that's <laughs> the film and the, the metaphysics behind film. Yeah, I want to do that, dude. I want to start a show. I think, um, yeah. I think, do you know, uh, do you know Q? Yeah. Okay, so I think Q would also be a good person to have, mm-hmm. like, on awesome. the team. Awesome. Right? So I'm, I'm working on it to get him on there. He's okay. fucking, he's stubborn to make okay. moves, he's right? Like a hermit, like, for real. The what? He seems like a hermit type, for real. Right, like, <laughs> worse, I feel like he's worse than me. I think that's why we get along, <laughs> right? Because, like, we barely, we barely talk, but, like, when we connect, it's always in, like, we're, 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 we're happy to see each other. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Right. It's, that's how I like every relationship possibly to be. 
Yeah. I want I want us to be excited to see each other. Yeah. I want it to be like, oh yeah, it's Mike, yeah. right? Or it's X or whatever it is. Or like yeah. I get to go to you know like oh oh I'm going to X's class today because it's going to be a fucking hoot and a blast because we're going to and. I think this is a great opportunity to transfer into what we wanted to talk about today. Okay. Creativity. Yes. Right. Let's, 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 let's really, cause like we basically like in this wavelength, we went up, we've been down, let's rock it really high up. Let's get like a tsunami fucking wave going. Let's do it. Right. For like creativity. So okay. let's start with the warm up song. Okay. What did you think of it? I was, no, my first thoughts were, wow, his music tastes are very different. Not different in a bad way, but literally complex. Like, they're all over the place, and I genuinely respect that. That means that you really take time to really infuse all of these different ideas, expressions, artistic forms, science, mm-hmm. you know, algorithms, all of these things. And so I noted that off the bat, so I appreciate that. And then, obviously, the topic, right? We're talking yeah. about imagination. It was very sultry. It was very, like, I keep saying daydreamy because I think that's kind of like what creativity and imagination is, it consists yeah. of. You know what I'm saying? It's this ability to, you know how when you were a kid, like, the daydreams that you had in the imagination, oh, like, were my so, God. they were, like, distinctly yep. real, you know? And that's the type of mental space that I feel like. Mm-hmm. Is what imagination is. Oh, hold well, on. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Oh, good, man. <laughs> I'm just getting high over here, so we're fucking <laughs> no solid. Um... Yeah. Okay, so we were talking about imagination, right? 100%. What, um, I want to know what you think imagination is, mm-hmm. and then can I tell you what I think imagination is? Of course. Okay, what do you think it is? So, wow, that's going to be, like, because I'm having to, like, peel back and, like, really, like, sit and say, what is imagination? Okay, to me. Core, core, yeah, and go... Uh, Go go to the core and go. Let's go seven words mm-hmm. or less. Since we're talking about creation, okay. Core and seven words or less. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. It can be descriptive words or it could be a sentence. Okay. Bet. Bet. Okay. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. Life. I mean, not even life. Wow, that's me being high. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Okay. Love it. But no, imagination is freedom and love expressed through magic. And by magic, I mean, Mm. well, obviously, Mm -hmm. I don't want to like, I mean. No, I get what you mean. I I already know. But tell (laughs) the people, tell tell the people what you think. (laughs) Tell the people about what I mean. Okay. And by magic, I just mean the different perceptions and lens and matter art forms and all the different forms of creative expression that there are is the magic and that whole sense of being able to, you know how 
you sit down and like you're looking at a blank sheet of paper and you're like, okay, what am I going to create? And you get the spark of inspiration or you don't have anything to draw at all. But even in between that space, you have this spark, this, this, not even spark because it's more so of a, gosh, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> because here's what I'm saying. You have to simplify it more. Think yeah. like a child. That's what I'm saying. I, I overthink the very idea of imagination because yes. it's huge to me that the idea of, you know, not even dumbing it down, but making it small, like you said, is almost inconceivable, but I know right. way. <laughs> can I, can I share mine then? Yes, please. It's three words. Okay. Oh, nice. I like that. And it actually spells out, um, I, if you look at it in a specific way. Okay. So it's, um, E, E, I, E, and it stands for everything in existence <laughs> is what imagination is. Yes. That's yes. what imagination is. And if we can get behind that, we will actually see a complete shift in humanity. Yes. yes. But if we don't, we'll continue down this path because people don't want to accept the fact that they are incorrect. Yeah, they it's a really difficult thing to, for people to get behind is the yeah. fact that, you know what? I was driving the wrong fucking way. And the only thing to do is not be embarrassed about it. Don't have any shame behind it and just go, fuck it. Going back this other way. Thank Listen, you. They don't know. Fuck how me. It is. You don't have to sit here and obsess over it or be ashamed or shove it under the rug Mm-mm. or even just say, oops, I my bad. I made a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we're all doing that. We're all oh, my God. Like, we're I'm picturing like, you know, in bumper cars where you don't yeah. get somebody hits you in the bumper car you're not ashamed of basically fucking wrecking a car you just get up you're like okay let's keep on going that's literally 100 percent, right like um here's here's like this this is this is something mm-hmm. uh, like a good like a, an, an interesting example um you know you heard about that chick um who spat spat on her dog on no. like the uh, it was like a youtube chick I just uh-huh. saw it through Twitter because I, 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 like, I fucking use Twitter to observe people, man. That's basically it. I love learning about people, right? And so my Twitter feed tells me about where the world is basically on people that like my shit, right? Where, they're, like, where the world is according to that, right? And so makes- on – does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So um, – I call this- it minefield. Yeah, it is. But go for it. Okay. Um, so this chick, I guess, uh, a a video got leaked of her spitting on her dog and she's like some YouTube chick. Right. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking about me and my dog, dude. Uh If they're saying that the fucking people should take this dog away from her for spitting on it, they should have fucking locked me in jail for some of the shit that I did to my dog. Now let's fucking, what you have to do is see the long term thing. There are tons of amazing kids out there that a parent maybe three or four times whipped with a belt. Mm-hmm. Should the parent at the first time that your parent whipped that kid, should child protective services have come and taken that kid away? That kid turned out to be fucking amazing only because of that parent, yeah. only because of those four whippings. My dog was able to walk off leash all around town without a collar. Because I had to fucking make sure he understood that if he stepped out when he heard those sounds, when he saw those things, he was dead. Yeah. And I fucking made, I, and the only way to do that, dude, is live and in action. 
So when he stepped out of line, I had to make sure that it was life or death with him so that he knew just to fucking stay there. Guess what happened? I had to do it four or five times just to really scare the shit out of him. And like sometimes, dude, physically. Right? Yeah. But, but he turned out to be one of the most amazing dogs on the fucking planet that I've ever been around. <laughs> he is like, if you got to meet him, you would learn more from him than you would learn from most people in the world. Okay. Right? Like he was just, he was, I saw a potential in him and I got, I pushed him to that level that most people wouldn't have. Most people would have had him on a lead the whole fucking time because of their insecurities. I got past my own insecurity and let him be off leash and roam around. And do you know what I did most of the time while we were walking? I had my face down in Twitter typing to people, networking. While I was on my walk with my dog for an hour a day in my neighborhood. But I physically had to do really shitty things to him a couple of times. And I felt horrible about it. I would have killed the people to, that came to take my dog away. I would have been in jail and my dog would have been put down if someone had called Dog Protective Services on me, seeing me do that to my dog. But then that, that's a very intricate um, conversation. Well, not even intricate, but it's more so a complex conversation, I guess, because that, um, that goes into the relationship with people and dogs in particular. And not only that, but this whole idea that pets or um, even animals in general are supposed to behave certain ways, you know what I mean? Or that they're supposed to be owned. And they're, that they're, yeah, exactly. That they're supposed to be owned. Like it gives it. It gives. What it, is what is ownership, dude? It's like what 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 becomes if I own? Let's say that I own you. Yeah, I took ownership over you. What what happens there? That's what another, do you become? Another form of slave slavery. It is. That is all it is. So, yeah. um, we don't look at animals as equal. That's right. our biggest problem. Animals are speaking to us all the time. It's us that put up the block. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I don't. Right. I and so. To... Yeah, yeah. Right. You, but you know what I mean? Like, it's us yeah. human beings, right? Yeah. Like we. So, like, in my opinion, all animals should be off lead. They just need to be in the right spot. Oh, yeah, because, right. Uh, we need to change I, our way of living. Yeah. So cool. So, uh... To co-opt. Yeah, to co-opt, to collaborate with them and to um, understand 100%. all living in this space together. And yeah. we all kind of a conversation itself because, you know, people start thinking because we've been programmed to understand and believe that animals don't deserve not even rights themselves, but just the, the same respect and, um, you know, lo genuine love that we give to each other because they are existing on this planet with us. Like, it's not even a matter of, oh, well, you know, you treat animals better than you do human beings. It's not even a matter that see that minimizes the conversation because we're going beyond all of that. We're yeah. talking about all of the all the things that God planted in creation, and we're not, we're talking about the trees. We're talking about the fucking rocks. We're talking about the fucking water. We're talking about the damn rain. We're, and all, we're, we're all of it. We're talking about something so fucking monumentally grand at like such a big scale that we can't wrap our heads around it, and exactly. this is why we're lost. Exactly. We're lost because we don't think we're Earth. Exactly. We don't think that we're the planet. We think there's a separation. We're 100% only planet. Our yeah. consciousness is Earth consciousness. We can't wrap our heads around a planet being conscious, but that's right. what it is. What we, it. we ground into the planet and consciousness comes up through our feet into our system and we take it in. The yeah. sun 
gives us consciousness a little bit too. It gives us a different one. It, it warms our crown and it allows us to like, it powers the body. Think of us like being inside of like, not even an incubator, but like some kind of, you know, like, I don't even know the things that they put babies in when they're first born, you know, imagine mm-hmm. if it had like a heater or something to keep them warm when it um was hot. That'd be, yeah. I mean, or cold, that would be like the sun. And if it made it hot when it was cold, that'd be the moon, you know, that it, that's kind of like the psychology or not even psychology, but the structure of this existence. It's because we're all being, you know, that's why they like to think, you know, those images of us being like in some kind of floating chamber while we're, our consciousness is programmed into something and that's our reality. Like these, images, mm-hmm. the reason that they think that is because that's kind of the way energy and consciousness works almost, but not to a T because we have, because, you know, that's technically what our vessels are as human beings. Mm-hmm. That would be our chamber and the, you know, and all of these things have, have correlations, but they, can only think of it so far and through a certain context. So that's what places these limitations or interpretations as we see them. Does that make sense? <laughs> 100%, dude. No, it does. <laughs> right? Like there's, it's, 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 it's big, right? And yeah. that's, and, and, and because it's so big, people don't quite understand that you don't have to climb a mountain in one day. You don't have to get to Mars in a day. Like you don't have to fucking, Right. You can you can take time. Like, I honestly think that if people can figure out a way to find a living scraping by even, but doing something that's their own, like I make my own creation and that's what I do. Right. And I and I and I and I distribute that out to the public. Yeah. Right. I make my own. Right. Like I found a way to do something that I don't mind doing that pays my living so that when I I'm not having to do that once all of my expenses are paid. I can just take whatever time I want, whatever days I don't have to work and do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Right. And most of it is, is creating a future that I want to do, which comes to again, back to the topic that we're going to get to creativity. <laughs> what would you think about us starting a, 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 a studio, an animation studio, you, me and a whole bunch of people. Oh, that'd be awesome because one of my first loves was animation. True, it's mine too, dude. And like, um, what was your first like um, splash into it? Like when you were recognized that you loved watching cartoons, what was the thing that like I used to? There used to be like Saturday morning cartoons for us. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Right, right. Like you get up at six in the fucking morning. What kid gets up at six in the morning, makes themselves breakfast, and sits in front of that? Any exactly. kid that loves cartoons, man, Any they're kid. getting up. They set that alarm or didn't yeah. go to bed. Or, or your body just recognized, oh, it's not. <laughs> it's cartoons. Or, or you were lucky. Yeah. And if you were lucky back in the day, your parents had a VHS machine, like a VCR. Yeah. And you could take those two hours. Yes, you could. It you was- could sleep and wake up at 8 and watch 8 to 10. <laughs> and then from 10 to 12, you had yeah. more cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> and that was fucking amazing. So I love cartoons and that's all I want to do for the rest of my life is yeah. just make cartoons. Yeah. And I used to like deny that because I used to think not even that it was childish more. So I didn't think that I would be able to create content that people would enjoy because, you know, I felt like I split from that cartoon slash childish or childlike part of me a long time ago. But that part still exists and will always exist. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of just getting back into that space where you remember, bitch, you love cartoons. You love everything about, <laughs> you know, animation and just being. <coughs> yeah. 
in that Me moment. You know? fucking too, man. <laughs> I have a hard drive of a shit ton of movies because I went through this spree of downloading movies from, I would say, 2007 Ooh, nice. to about um, 2013. I was just, like, downloading <laughs> movies, right? So I have a hard drive. I have about, um, I would say, 700 movies on a hard drive. Oh, okay. And um, about, uh, I want to say at least a hundred or not more are all animated movies. And they should be. They they should be. I love them. My favorite animated movie, um, I, the, my um, guilty pleasure, all time favorite is Lilo and Stitch. Oh, nice. Well, always, if, if I need to put on a movie, dude, if I need to like go to movie, that's the one. Oh, nice. Okay. Right. Awesome. Be- because it's so fucking just out there as a movie. The yeah. other one, though, dude, is Atlantis. Oh, my- right. Of course. Of course. Right. It's a beautiful movie. So, like, if, you- if that's yours, fuck, man. Great <laughs> choice. Um, but for me, all time, um, most enjoyed, watched, animated movie was The Book of Life. Oh, my God. Wait. I'm trying to think. It's the oh, one what? with, like, Diego oh, Luna. Oh. It's the one where the, the little girl gets mm-hmm. shipped off to, um, they're in the heart of Mexico. Oh, and no. don't, don't, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin okay. It. So no, you I'm haven't seen it. Fucking watch. watch it. And if you can, um, obviously watch it high. I watched it for the first time on mushrooms. I'm about to literally look it up now. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, dude, it's worth watching. Like just watch the trailer. But like to me, mm-hmm. um, it was the perfect amount of brightness, color, Animated style was cool. Um, it had too many poppy songs for my liking, but I, I can get past that. that. I hate when they do that. Uh-huh. Oh, but, but like, who signed on for that or said, oh, yeah, let's distract them with more songs. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, it's, it, the guy's a, the, one of the, you, when you see the trailer, you'll know anyways. Um, he wants to be a musician, but his father wants him to be a bullfighter. Okay. Okay. But what? he he is absolutely in love with the chief's daughter or whatever it is, nice. like the main dude's daughter. He's like just since like a boy has been in love with Maria. Oh wait, yeah, wait, yes, yes, I have seen this movie. That's why I was like, this sounds so. Do you know that this movie actually made me cry? I was like, this is a good. Move Fuck yeah! That that the the um so good. the the bull scene, yes, the Ooh. biggest fear scene, yeah. dude. Two tears. <sighs> Stop! I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I love this. Like this movie, I will watch with anyone, any time of day. Just Literally, fucking pop it on. It was so good. I was not expecting it because the style kind of reminded me of um damn what's it called? You know that new movie um where the boy um. The yeah. Pixar movie? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Coco? Yeah, Coco. It's like, it's sim- not even similar, but it... it but it yeah. is. That's what blows my mind. Pixar was late. Yeah, they were late. And, and did it worse. Yeah, yeah. This like, is- in my opinion, this movie, like, The Book of Life is in hands down if people actually gave it the credit it deserves of just pure story. And, dude, the, like, messages behind it... Are so... Um, oh, it's, it's so, fuck. It's- down to the metaphysical it's down to the Uh, it's down to like the land of the forgotten made me so sad yes yes watching everyone just puff into dust and to the point that it was the inspiration for the um for the very final 
um, no, the is it the final? Yeah, the very final scene mm-hmm. um, in book three of the first volume of The Adventures of Mar- That's how detailed my shit has to be. For me. <laughs> no, I'm like, wow. Right. Okay, like, so there's nine in, in, in The Adventures of Maribel, in The Adventures of Maribel and Ori. It, that's the first book that I'm going to put out for Union. Mm-hmm. It's going to tell the story of the world of Union. Okay. Through their adventure. And it yeah. sounds like the cutest title in the world, right? Yeah. Are you, are you ready for a story? Go for it. Okay. And, and, and <laughs> jump in. Like, jump in and out because it really helps me, like, like ask questions because it helps me. And that's what I want to do in, like, classes. Mm-hmm. I want us to t- talk about our stories and, and, and just, like, discuss the flow of them and, and break them with each other, right? Okay. And, and just go into depth, right? And record those and put them out as episodes if we want to, right? So the adventures of Maribel and Ori follow this kid named Ori, obviously, and he's the main character. But Maribel's the love of his life. And it's super cliche mm-hmm. when you hear it that way. But here's the story. Go for it. It's based in a world where every so often in this instance, in their 2012, there are people who are, are considered 144. Their gifted people became online. Mm-hmm. And by 2018, 2020, started activating. And their gifts started coming out. Okay. And in their world, everything is perfect except for when the gifted come. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Right, so we're talking, think of everything that you can think of that has ever happened to a human being on planet Earth that is in a negative light only happens to gifted people. Like, it's hard for me to tell this, dude, because it's bringing back. Okay. So, can you hear me? You got me? Okay, yeah, you're back. I don't know why. Okay, there we go. Um, Where did I leave off? Oh, don't ask me. Why do you ask me that? Why do you ask me that? Don't embarrass me. Ah, fuck. Okay, (laughs) we really need a moderator. Like, big time. (laughs) Fuck it. Whoever. Okay. If anybody actually listens to this shit, because I believe in only discoverable media, like yeah. we're going to have um, unions going to have a website and an app. Um, uh, or yeah, union will, or, or they'll have um, like, it'll either be wonder tree studios that has an app that everyone can kind of like a Netflix. Okay. Where all of our content is on it. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. We control everything. That'd be nice. <laughs> From way. beginning to end. End to end is us. We run like Apple computer. Fuck the outside. Yeah. We create stories for us. We find a way to live for us, create the stories that we want to share for us, and we share it with the general population. And if they like it, we squeeze. Nice. Right? We, we bring in income and all of that shit, right? Yeah. Right? And, and whatnot. So, anyways. And, and dude, the... How we're going to do all of that is, is I have, to, I know too. Like I have all of that planned out too. Okay. Do you know why um, 1980s and two, or 90s cartoons, like a lot of those cartoons came to be like He-Man, Transformers, G.I. Joe, She-Ra, Rainbow Bright, um, 
Popples. There were tons of these cartoons from the late 80s and early 90s slash mid 90s that came out. Do you know what their purpose was? What? To sell toys to kids. They were advertising, marketing. Now imagine if we had an amazing lineup of shows that a lot of people watch. And then on the back end, we connected with a ton of people like us that are uh-huh. doing other things in fashion and a whole bunch of like technology and down the line. And we start bringing in their stuff into our show and then allowing human beings to buy that stuff as well. I know, like, yeah, no, this, that would be the general, like, outline for the, for the, for the, you know, the entire thing would be to eventually get it out there to where you can create all kinds of products and, like, you know. Right. So, like, so, like, imagine this. Say you, you have a favorite character, mm-hmm. right? Say, or, like, let's take Kara. Uh-huh. Right? When we get into, like, talking about her, right, she's going to have specific things that she really likes, right? Yeah. Maybe she has a favorite stuffed animal, right? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be. Can you still hear me? Yeah, of course. Right? But maybe she'll have a favorite stuffed animal, right? And, and whatever that is. But now imagine being able to buy that stuffed animal. Okay. No, for it, your kid. No, literally, that's what I'm picturing. That's what I'm picturing. Right? That would be, like, to me, that's, the super, like, that's what we're going to be able to do with all of this stuff. Right? So people that are going to, um, what I want to happen is... Well, people will get cast for characters, right? Like, you'll cast someone for Kara. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it Kara or Kara? I kind of like Kara better. Okay, Kara. Done. Right? You always have to go to the source to, like, get to know. Because it's your vision, right? Okay. So, um, when you cast the person that you want to play Kara, the idea is that that person is actually her. You guide them through it. You're God. And you guide them through playing that character. But it's, it's them, right? They do the voice. They come up with their lines. You coach them and guide them through it to get the lines kind of like how you would want to say it, right? But it's theirs. It's their voice. They came up with it. That's how I want it to be. Like, that's, that's how I think it would work the best, right? Okay. So, like, let's say that you um, became a character in one of the shows. Mm-hmm. You would have free reign to come up with that character's whole stuff. And as long as it works for that character in the rest of the show, whatever, like we would do improv scenes, right? And we would act out those scenes against each other, right? And, and it would be your lines in the show that you spoke during those that'd, scenes. That'd be nice. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Right? That's what I'm talking about, right? So everybody is, is in control of their lines, Right. They, we build characters together. And what I want to do is create for the three worlds, three different role playing games where you create characters and then you through adventures, you like define how your character acts and you have to like role play the adventures. OK. OK. Right. You, like we're, we'll have a system down so well that when a new person comes in, it's basically by the time they come out, it'll be um, like getting them ready for it would be the best training camp for any um, athletic event or like sport. No, I see you that. know what I mean? Like they yeah. come to us to get ready to go to the NBA. Oh, that'd be dope. Right. That's what I want like our acting school to be like. That'd be nice. Right. Or the acting part of Wonder Tree Studio that has a school underneath of it. Right. Everything through um, the studio will mm-hmm. have a school underneath of it. So writers will all have a school. Uh, we'll all have a school and they'll produce the best fan fiction on the market. 
100%. And if people like that shit, what we'll do is we'll turn it into graphic novels and like trailers and whatnot and start putting that out. And if people like those, we'll turn those into shows and we'll bring that person and we'll take them from student and we'll, we'll, we'll offer them a position in Wonder Tree Studios. Oh, yeah, you're thinking long they've, term. Yeah, I like that. They've, but they've earned their spot, right? Yeah. No. If you can get likes up, if you can gain attention, that's all we need. Yeah. Because yeah. then we just do our thing and, and we're good to go as long as it fits within the timeline. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what matters the most. So I run the timeline and everybody else comes in. So every show will have teams of writers right? That work on episodes and get shit done. They work with the actors. They work with every single person, the set deck. And there's like universal people that monitor everything. Like there'll be like a head of writing for all of Wonder Tree Studios. Okay. Or like a head of story, which will probably be me. Right. I think that would probably be the best spot for me to be in just to be able to like oversee it. If I'm starting this thing, I can't put someone in that spot without me first figuring it out no that makes sense right so um but there'll also be like there, there'll be a head of um art too right and i want that somewhat to be separate from me but somewhat not like i've i've found artists that i really like their work mm-hmm. and they're cheap enough right now to get that we'd be able to if they want to instruct and share their skill set with other people We'd be able to pump out a lot of great shit. I have the money for it, too. I know people that have money. We just have to be able to show a good product. Right. Not even right. So I want to get some Food Town stuff. I want to get some Union stuff. And then have I ever talked? Did I talk to you about Black Nation? Yes, you did. I remember you, um, remember you sent it to me in the, my uh, DMs. Right. Said, yeah. I Long, still. I still <laughs> right. I looking at Don't it, but... even worry about it, dude. The way that I look at it is it's good to bring awareness to things. Mm-hmm. And then when that person is actually ready for it, they'll read it. I never push people yeah. on stuff. Yeah. Right. You're... It's up to you to miss the opportunity. Right. Right. The ship's going to like the, the, the plane is going to leave the terminal regardless if you're on it. No, that makes total sense. Be there, though. I want you on the flight. Yeah. That's the way I operate. I'm going to be on the flight. And if I miss my flight and you're on that flight, that is good too, because I will still make it there. Yeah. Right. But it's up to you to be at the terminal on time, at the gate on time, on the plane on time, so that when it leaves, we're all leaving together. Exactly. Exactly. That's the way I want to, that's how it has to be, in my opinion. So getting back to union, because now I'm a little bit more composed. Dude, I was getting like super emotional because there's, so much pain involved because um ori is um at the very end i tell it in pieces right and by the end of it it'll come full circle right so at the very end of book one so the um the adventures of maribel and ori are nine books okay there's they're in three different volumes volume one two and three the entire series is 27 books. Okay. Right. It's split into three, um, like, um, or sorry, volume one is the adventures of Maribel and Ori for the union series. That is, is what I'm going to produce, right? Volume one is the adventures of Maribel and Ori. And that's split up into 
Um, sorry. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah that is right. Fuck me. So, the, yeah, The Adventures of Maribel and Ori is nine books. Mm. Split into three micro volumes of, like, one major volume that is also three volumes, right? So, like, it's the, the, the entire story is The Adventures of Maribel and Ori. Think Star Wars. Okay. Okay? Does that make sense? So, there's the origin. There's, like, the middle series. Like, and I'm talking, like, the origin series, like, those first three movies. And I'm not talking... Um, Put it in chronological order. Okay. Right. Right. The the you know the shitty movies that they made in between the two other ones, those the series because there's yeah. nine Star Wars movies altogether, right? There was there was three done in like the eight the seventies and eighties. There was three done in the nineties, and there's three done like now. I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's nine, okay. which is which is you know interesting. So that's kind of the same thing. So the adventures of Maribel and Ori is split into three different micro volumes. But in and of itself, the adventures of Maribel and Ori belong to another set of two, like three books or three volumes. Okay. Okay. Now that makes sense. Or do they? You said, or do they? That's so funny. Fuck me, <laughs> man. I'm trying to think of it. <laughs> no, funny. no, it is. It is. So this, the, the middle part is like the most <laughs> interesting part. And it's just coming to me now of how to do it. Um, yeah. at the very end of the adventures of Maribel and Ori, I'm spoiling it all, by the way, I know, but, but I want you to fucking know this, right? I need to tell someone and I appreciate the fact that like, you'll actually listen. I'm not ruining anything because when you actually see it done, it'll blow your mind. Go for it. Okay. So at the very end of, um, the, the first volume of like the adventures of Mar- book nine at the very end of it. Um, Maribel tries to go and rescue her mom from concentration camps in New Asia, which is Canada. You're so, you know, you're hilarious, right? Oh, 100%. Wow. Um, but is, is New, New Asia is what Canada used to be. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but they're rescued. They have to sneak into New Asia to rescue her mom to try and get her out of the concentration camp. Wow. Before it gets destroyed. No, I see. I see. Right. Wow. And, and Maribel, Maribel has the ability to turn invisible. And when she turns invisible, she's able to create another world that she can design. So she can, like, if she's looking out and she sees trees, she's able to create whatever she wants as those to put them as markers so she knows to avoid them. And then she can keep her eyes shut and walk through everything. Okay. Right, so she sneaks into the camp and sneaks into the room where she, her mom is and finally sees her at the very fucking end. This is the first time she's seen her mom in probably six years. Wow. Right, after they got ripped apart. Okay, that makes right? sense. Because um, gifted get hunted. So they're on the, okay, okay. Right, you so don't they're... want to, you don't want to be gifted when, when it t- comes time to this. Like, okay. it's, it's okay. unless you really embrace who you are. Right. That makes sense. It's the whole point of it, right? That's what union's about, is the harmony of between the, the body and the mind. Okay. okay. Right? The soul. Right? S-O-L. What do you think you stands for? Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Right? So, um, so, at the very end, Maribel finally sees her mom, and she's like, if you can imagine, like, um, 
uh, it's it's like a hut kind of house and um it's there's like a long corridor and she sees her mom at the very end and she's trying to get to her mom and all of a sudden she starts to see people just evaporate into dust hmm. and they start crowding the door and she gets suffocated in and the only thing she can do is shut her eyes and hope that she survives okay and she sees all of these clouds puffing into dust and that's the very end that you see of her Ori sees all of this. Wow. And his gift, when he figures it out, is to be able to connect to everything mm-hmm. at an atomic level. Okay. That'd be cool. Right. Which means that he can basically change anything. Right. He really can. But he doesn't know this at the time. And, sorry. There you go. Hold on. He um, he just lost Maribel. Like, she just disappeared. Again. Like, she, um, at the very end of the first book, she gets kidnapped. Okay. The night after, like, they, um, he's always wanted to date her, but she never really thought that. Like, they, it, was, it was that high school relationship where if they had just got into it, right away they would have been awesome if you know what i mean but they the the friends were like they were always like really they should have been together but they were the friends okay right and and it got like near the end of the school year and he knew that she was going away but like he was he didn't want to lose her right so like tells her how he feels hmm and she just can't handle it because she just found out where her mom is. Okay, so this. Okay. Right, so, like, there's stuff that she doesn't tell anyone. She keeps it, like, so fucking buried. Right? Because how do you tell someone that their mom is missing and might be in some concentration camp in another fucking country? Yeah, you know. That's not common fucking... Kids are dealing with guys breaking their hearts. That's where the <laughs> level of fucking 16, 17-year-olds at that time. And this girl is dealing with where her mom is. Yeah. Right? So, like, he doesn't know this. And, like, there's... I'll send you the... Um, there's a prom scene where they have their first kiss. Um, there's... Um, pardon? And so you're spo- spoiling all that bit. Oh, I don't give a fuck. If people listen to this, they listen to this. <laughs> right? But, but here's the purpose of this. If we never release this, that's great, too. It's recorded. No, that makes sense. Right. That's what I'm that's what this is for. First and foremost, nobody is listening to this stuff, dude. No one is. So what's going to be cool is to play this back at the very end of it all and see how close I was. Okay. Right. On to like the final. This is like first edition type shit. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, So there's three scenes and and I'll send them too. there's their first kiss. There's, and I'm not going to tell you what, like, what transpires in them. I'm just going to tell you that they exist and I'll send them. Um, there's their fight scene and there's their makeup scene. And this all happens, the, the fight scene happens in, or the prom scene happens in one episode. Fight scene happens in another episode. And the makeup scene happens in the very last episode and they have sex. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, unprotected, like, spontaneous, just like... What I'm talking about is 
his first time, her first time, actually in love, and like supposed to be together type shit. Right? They found each other too young because she's she's leaving, but she's telling everyone that she's going off to college. But where she's really going is to try and find her mom. Okay. Right? But she doesn't tell anybody this because how to? How do you? Yeah. Right again. Right. Um, so um, after their makeup scene, she steals his phone to, to she's going to see him. At, she wants she plans to see him at graduation because it's their graduation day. Um, they plan to see and, and but she grabs his phone to put a, a playlist on it. Right. As like goodbye, in a sense, um, and gets kidnapped. And um, what you find out later is she's kidnapped by this school for the gifted. Okay. And the school for the gifted create um, people for gifted false flags and, and for union business and a whole. It's, it's owned by this corporation called the union. And the union are the eight figureheads that actually run the planet. Right. Right. And, and so these eight figureheads... Um, their goal is to build the lost city of Atlantis again and have it floating above everybody. Okay. So they're going to, their plan is to set off a whole bunch of false flags, false narratives that scare people into getting chipped. The chips will then um, allow them to be gifted as well, just through technology. Okay. Right. To even and balance the scales. And I see where you're going with this. Right. Um, and but but what it really is, is it's what 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 they're doing it for is they start putting bounties on the heads of gifted people. OK, if, if you're gifted, um, if you bring them in alive, it's one thing. If you bring them in dead, it's another. Right. They want them alive. And the reason why they want them alive is because these people are getting shipped to New Asia and they're getting their gifts stripped from them. In concentration camps. Okay. And then the gifts are getting packaged into technology and sold back to the Americans on the transhuman side. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I just... Hold on. Hold on one second. Got you. Okay, I'm back. Um, I have to. <laughs> okay, I have a <laughs> business call. Oh, take it, dude. Do you yeah. want to? Do you want to hit me up after? Yeah, yeah. Can I do that? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll reconnect soon. Okay, let's reconnect soon. All right. Okay. Peace. All right. Peace. Bye.